0: The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Blue Throne's new partnership model just received an $85 million credit line and now allows you app creators with product market fit to stay in the game and not sell your entire business. And you still get to enjoy the excitement of scaling through Blue Throne's advanced SDK technology, publishing network, and their specialized scale team. Look, growing your app beyond a certain point all by yourself is almost impossible. Trust me, I've scaled a lot faster by teaming up with others. Because your beloved baby, your app, must mature and transform into a... Company Blue Throne's new partnership model is better than any VC investment because it gives you cash in hand, your life back, and the right to see your app adopted by millions while making millions. Learn more by going to bluethrone.io. That once again is bluethrone.io. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is be the number 7dev.com. What is up App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of Appmasters.com, and you are in the right place if you want to grow your app downloads and more importantly, those revenues. And today we're going to talk all about the power of an upsell. Look, I fully believe it's the forgotten strategy. Winbacks and upsells. And so that's why I've called this The Art of Maximizing Conversion. Step 1, get them to buy something. Step 2, get them to buy a little bit more cuz it's easier to upsell an existing customer and find a new one. And today, to break it all down and how a simple $5 upsell led to millions in revenue, let's bring in Lana Dubinsky. Lana, welcome to the show hi how are you doing i'm good so look lana used to be whoops let me get my (laughs) you know i like to be very professional here and share everything and then just like oops i forgot something but welcome to the show lana i'm going to break it all down i do want to say hi to a few people and properly introduce you as well if you are not familiar with lana she is a consultant now so if you want to if you're looking for some help as a product leader go check out her LinkedIn. It is linked up into the podcast episode and the YouTube. And she used to be the senior director of product at IMVU, you know, the book, the star of the company in the book Lean Startup as well. So that's the proper intro. Lana, welcome. And I want to say hi hi. to a few people. What's up, Yash? Yash is part of our team. So good to see you, Yash. And then Patrick is here too. And I'm sure there's more people. They just haven't said hi. So hopefully they start saying hi as well. All right, Lana, let's break it down. Let's talk about what an upsell is quickly and then maybe like some of the things that we should be getting to like, do we just upsell them right away? Like talk to me about how you approach the upsell strategy.
1: So for me, obviously a lot of people like to sell uh, users right away on subscriptions, different things they can buy, but let's say that moment has passed. They've either said yay or nay and now we're moving on past the first five minutes. And this is where sort of the magic starts of, How often and how do you continue pressing users to buy something or they want to buy something small and you try to get them to buy something larger in a way that makes them feel comfortable, in a way where you're just really feeling a need based on what they're looking for and overall making it where it's in flow, not at all disruptive, not at all feels greedy to the user and really maximizes your revenue. And that's with upsells and microtransactions in your app or your website.
0: Lana, I always thought of an upsell as in like, okay, you bought something, now buy something else. So you're saying, look, hey, if they even, maybe it's called a microtransaction now, but even if your user decides not to buy that initial paywall, try figuring out what to sell them next.
1: Yes. Um, a good example, a yeah. simple $5 example would be uh, in the marketplace, you sometimes give users free credit or an opportunity to get something new and free and they spend the credits they have. Once they spend that credits on buying absolutely anything, we popped up at IMVU this purchase success thank you page. We had a thank you page anyway, and the thank you page was like super important to let them know that the transaction was complete. Now, on the thank you page, we added a $5, 5,000-pack 5, transaction, like keep the fun going, keep shopping. We A-B tested it heavily between $1, 5 10 $15. And to like not much surprise, $5 was extremely successful. It was the most successful. And a very high percent, I can't talk about the exact percent, but a very high percent of users um, bought it. This was presented to them every time they bought something in the shop with credits. Again, they didn't spend money, they just spent credits that they were already given. But this really was the euphoria of like first thing you purchased, you got that great, you know, t-shirt for five bucks. Uh, or four bucks—that was not real money. But right. now we want you to spend real money to keep the fun going. And this upsell alone made millions of dollars for you from users. And what it also did is help convert them to paid users. When in the beginning they were free, and we're just spending really free money to acquire stuff um, in the shop.
0: Do you think this would work? Like after a a rewarded video at all, and be like, hey, you know, you got these free credits. Do you want to now buy? more credits at all? Cause I've seen that with rewarded video, like, you know, like yeah. watch this video or double up these coins by watching a rewarded video.
1: Yeah. We, we AB tested this, uh-huh. but you should definitely A/B test tested in multiple places. If your users are just watching rewarded videos to earn credits, definitely. Hey, do you want to earn even more? And this is sort of the opportunity to do so anytime they get anything either free or paid, it's like, a little bit of adrenaline, a little bit of dopamine that users already have in their system. And mm-hmm. so now is the time to get them to spend a little more, but in a way where I'm not showing them an extra pop-up. I'm not preventing them from leaving a page. This is a purchase confirmation page. It's already there. They needed to know that this happened. And there's just another opportunity for them to keep the fun going.
0: I love it. Okay. And that is along the lines of you say, Hey, every page is an upsell opportunity. So Lana, what are some pages? Obviously this is the success page, the checkout Mm -hmm. page. What are some other pages that you've seen work really well from, from an upsell perspective?
1: So when I worked at Shutterfly for their custom greeting card sector, well, we really needed to increase revenue on transaction. You can't make that much money selling $4 or $5 <laughs> greeting cards. So by the time a user was done making a greeting card, Rody had an image and the and verbiage they wanted to put on the card. And all we did was on the page w- of the cart, they, we presented mugs and other things on which mm. we transposed the image and the verbiage they already used in the card. And it was like a one-click add to the card scenario. Super simple. Here's the card you made. Now, do you want to send your grandma this awesome mug or this awesome stationery? And they were all really within 5 to $10 um, amount. And that did extremely well. The average transaction doubled in, um, in revenue because wow. users were seeing something that was already in line with what they were purchasing. It was a single click addition. It was not mm-hmm. a separate pop-up. It was in the cart already like or part of the cart page. And Amazon actually now does something very similar.
0: You know, funny enough, I have a client and I'm hoping to have him on so I won't reveal too much of his details, but it is a picture and sending pictures to people. Mm-hmm. And the flow was you pick somebody first or mm-hmm. you pick the, the thing that you want to buy, the picture, right? And then you select the photos. And I was like, I don't know if this is right or wrong, Lana, but I was like, let's get them to select the pictures, which seem more fun to me, then show them that. And then what you said, with Shutterstock got me thinking like, yeah, like let's do the pictures first so that we can throw them on these like mm-hmm. awesome products and just be like, hey, do you want to send this and this, this? So like let them pick the pictures first.
1: Yeah. First nice. the picture, then whatever slur they want to say, love you, grandma. You know, <laughs> happy birthday. Yes. Because like for them, the creative portion is like the fun portion
0: mm-hmm. in small
1: amounts, like making a book on shutterfly, slightly more painful. Yeah. Making a card with a single photo and one slur simple also recommend slurs based on what they're looking for and then yeah like you said put it up help them find it give them options with Mm -hmm. different pictures people really want something presented to them they don't want to sit and scroll through what is this blanket going to look like they want to see five blankets and this is what they look like with pictures
0: on yeah and it's it's such an emotional appeal too, Mm -hmm. versus just being like you want to buy this mug it's like no throw that photo that they just picked out and throw it on that mug and give them a taste of it. It's your
1: mug in the mug. (laughs)
0: Lana, you're very good at this stuff. Lana, I also want to, you know, it feels like it's just a... A math formula right and i go to this all the time when i'm talking to like potential Mm -hmm. clients or just people in general and i'm like look you know there are two there these yellow in my opinion are the things that you can really fix through marketing and product and all this stuff and so trial the paid and it's like this you want to make more money think about average order size think about ltv and that shutterstock Mm -hmm. example is just that like they went from buying i don't know like a twenty dollar product and then when you upsell them that little bit you get it to like 30 or Mm -hmm. 40 let's just say you made $25 more, right? Like you've made $5 yeah. more that adds so much more to the bottom line and every transaction it changes, right? Like I'm yeah. like, cause one client I'm like, look, you, we have the same downloads. We have the same conversions, but I'm making more money because I just charge more. <laughs> and it's that yeah. simple.
1: And uh, this can really also be used for subscriptions quite a bit. I've yeah. used this model for subscriptions and a simple solution would be, let's say you have a dating app. Well, mm-hmm. one of those and for free, you get five matches a day. And for subscription, you get unlimited. Initially, you offer them subscription, yay, nay, 95 5%, whatever it is. And then you know they're going to go through the five really quickly. Then you throw up the upsell. Mm-hmm. So it's really anytime they sort of hit a limit and you want to set those limits in the right places, it's about all about where you set them. That's when the upsell happens. It needs to feel natural. Not like I've gone through two and now there's an upsell. Or let's say if you're doing dating app again and it's responding to pe- more than th- that many people, you want to constantly ping them. Oh, this person messaged you. Do you want to respond? You know, please upgrade. So it's really making them, giving them an opportunity to upgrade or buy at a moment, which makes sense, which is they are discovering something new that is now behind the paywall or yoga studios, for instance. I know we talked uh, during the class about yoga studios, you know, some content's free and a lot of it is paid. But the big thing is don't hide your paid content. Just Mm. don't uh, let it be usable. But you want it there. You want it there so users can see, oh, I got these five yoga classes free, but there's like 40 amazing classes, whether it's prenatal, like specific type of stretches, whatever you need. But when they click to use the class, then they need to subscribe. But I think what people are missing is they put everything behind the paywall. So users don't always get a full view of what is available if they pay. But yeah. putting everything in front of a paywall, but the usage itself is behind the paywall, that really gives them a little bit more of a carrot. And it also is in discovery mode. They want this, they discovered it, they, now they're excited, now's the time to get them for a subscription.
0: So I'm going to break down calm because you got me really thinking about their flow a little bit and they've changed yeah. their flow just a bit. So I've got yeah. their updated flow, but yeah, I do like this. I and mean, I've been talking about hard paywalls versus like soft paywalls and lock content. And I do feel like a the things that I got from yours that I completely agree with is like one where I think locked content, more locked content, make it uncomfortable, like give them a taste, but don't give them everything, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you got, you know, if you built a great product, well, you need to get paid for that great product too. And so, do you think it's better to like maybe give away some free content? Like, if you look yeah. at Calm, a lot of it's like locked, and you have to really dig through and find the free content. You think that's better, or just maybe like one thing is free, and like maybe five free meditations, and then after that, it's locked. What do you think is better? What? what For budget yeah.
1: I prefer having a few things free for users because Mm -hmm. a lot of users get turned off and uninstall the app if there's nothing there for them to use. And if you give them a few things to use for free and then start getting them retained, a few things for free will get them to come back a few days in a row for sure. If they like the product. This way you can start pushing and push notifications, discounts. If, for instance, the first three times they see paywall, they they simply don't convert. And there are users that will never pay or there are users who are always looking for a deal. This is not you, it's them. This is the type of user they are. They just don't want to pay or want a great deal. Maybe by the third time they see a paywall, you give them a first-time user discount on the first month for like Mm -hmm. 99 cents, but just to get them on the hook for a subscription. But all these things are important, and you can only do if there's something for them to do for free. Otherwise, you have a higher chance of losing them. So just a little bit for free, just to get a taste. And then it should be something like contagious enough to where they want to come back for it. And then, you know, start with the free pay with the paywalls once they hit the limit or once they start discovering more what's in the app. Give them an like opportunity that. to discover and pay you.
0: All right. Well, give let's give some shout outs to Romaine's here. What's up, Josh? Good to see you. And Josh is going to come on. I got to send you the link to schedule. Uh, Krishnor says, Lana looks a bit different than the picture. Sorry, we, we got a bad picture, maybe. By the way, both look good. And then. I think this is Felix, but hey, what's up, FC? And then Samuel's here, Miguel, and Rudy is here too. So, Lana, you said every page is an opportunity. Maybe find those win moments. Are there any other pages that you feel like overlooked oftentimes that are prime opportunities to get a user to pay attention and potentially buy? For
1: for me, like the thank you pages, really Mm -hmm. pages where after they've completed a transaction – A lot of times the way to look at it is not necessarily a page, but when they have a little bit of a hit of a dopamine in them, Um, when they have like this excited moment and something happens or they have FOMO, for instance, that's the other way to hit. Either you're really happy or you have FOMO, for instance, let's say other users um, in the app have some sort of status, VIP status, whatever that status is. Don't hide that show the badges, show that other people have something that they don't have, and make mm. it clickable with an upsell. So there's two ways. It's sort of, I don't want to call it a carrot and a stick, but it's yeah. more like something amazing that just happened to you or something amazing that happened to someone else that you may want, but really take the opportunity of people's feelings at the moment to present them something to make them feel even better about themselves.
0: I love it. Okay. I i just wanted to share this too because you know maybe we've seen asking for a trial but like you know calm after you meditate they do ask you for a review but maybe they do ask for shares and all that stuff and then maybe this is becomes everything is locked under this but this comes uh, this after a meditation for all you meditation apps out there that dopamine hit maybe that's a potential upsell and lana you also talked about like potentially just getting a dollar from a user is good enough like You know, there's this online marketers, we have this thing called a tripwire where we give something away for really cheap, not free, really cheap, and Mm -hmm. then we upsell the crap out of them because you know, once a person has committed a little bit, they're more likely to commit even more. And so, but you say just getting a dollar is really beneficial.
1: Right. Uh we've done a lot of research in the last few companies where I worked and A-B testing, and we find that users who spend at least a dollar in the very beginning have a much higher LTV than holding out for a user that will spend 20, but at a much smaller percentage. Your overall uh, average user revenue and average paid user revenue will be higher if you have a lot more eggs in your basket scenario. Get them in for a dollar and then they'll continue spending for their lifetime. Yes, it's really like, if you think about it, you want to wait usually and see if they can spend 20 bucks, but sometimes people spend 20 bucks, not feel like they're getting their value worth and leave. People who start in slow, I've seen in the past in certain apps where they actually have a bigger lifetime value. They surpass the $20 users because they're slow to onboard financially, but they sort of keep going as they continue uh, with with their product use. So yeah. getting them give them a discount. If you they've seen the paywall, they have not paid three or four times. You generally know where your drop off is or you should know where your drop-off is for users. After a couple of times of them hitting that paywall and not converting, give them first time user discount just for the first month. You don't have to like give away everything. Mm-hmm. Do one month for a $1, dollar or a dollar ninety nine which I've seen work really well. And then you have them, you know, in-house paying. And then the next month, they'll out renew at a higher amount. So make sure you obviously disclose all that. But giving them <laughs> a discount to get them onto a subscription is right. amazing. And that's the easiest way to get a onto subscription. Some people give away the month first month for free. That's also an option. But getting them to open their wallet and getting them used to giving you money is really valuable.
0: Yeah. And I'll show you this example really quick, too. Lana, you were at the SF workshop and thank you for coming along. I have a lot of slides. <laughs> and so here's the Vixer. I just wanted to highlight this. The this was the double conversions, is what I call it. The I think this was the initial paywall, if I can remember correctly. And they might have gone away from this, but this is what they were doing. One month for just 99 cents. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm a firm believer. I rather charge up front versus giving away the whole month for free. Mm-hmm. And then it's a year afterwards, too. So I like it. Hey, Lana, let me let me ask you this. I'd love to get your opinion. Well, actually, I want to say hi to a few people. Dean, what's up, Dean? Good to connect reconnect with you. Neil, good to see you in San Francisco as well. Kevin from Lakeland. And then Felix, I was right. Good to see you here. Lana, I got this idea where I was thinking, look, on these microtransactions, upsell stuff, we have some data points that support this, I believe. But I think this is going to be one of my best practices. Show the initial paywall. If they mm-hmm. X out of that... Okay, now, <laughs> I want to get your opinion. A, I want to show a discounted offer because they're coming in valuable. And so I want to hit them with the valuable offer or B, maybe show that discounted offer on second open, because we know that the majority of users do not come back the second time. Industry average is around 25%. You guys can look at your stats. First open and second open. There's a pretty big, decent drop off. So I was thinking like, maybe it's best to then Optimize that first time user experience. So whether it's on the home page or even after they hit X on their pay initial paywall, give them an offer. Try to win them right now because if they get, if you even get one dollar out of them, they're gonna pay attention to your app and then you're gonna the retention rates are gonna go higher as well. What do you think about that?
1: So for me, it heavily depends on what does your app give away for free or what is there to do on the app if they yeah. put no on the paywall and then your data on at what point do users not come back or at what point do they drop off? So, for instance, if you're a hard paywall and they, if they close the, the initial one, they're not able to move forward. There's nothing else for them to do. Sure. At this point, it is not hurt to give them a discount. But if they close the paywall and now it becomes a discovery period and you see maybe an average time your users in the app for five minutes and then right. they drop off, whatever that time is that they're in there you want to give them a little bit of an opportunity to figure out what they're paying for or a little bit of an opportunity to really get excited about the app. Sometimes it's jarring for people, just the initial paywall and some will pay. And that may be your best revenue objective. Like you get them initially. That's amazing. But some of them really need that warm up. They really need to be fluffed up here. And then <laughs> once they're in there for a minute or two, like looking around now would be an opportunity to give them a discount. So it, a lot of it just depends on what is there to do without paying and how long do you have until you know they drop off based on your data.
0: I love it. You know, I, I have Headway and you, I always pick on them and I'm hoping I get somebody on because I love just everything they've done. So I can skip this, right? Like this little sign up, which is great, but mm-hmm. it's not there. So it's super long, right? I get it. I've seen this with fitness apps and then you get the the paywall. I love their paywall Lana, because I I think this is the right way to do it. I don't know. I don't have enough data to support this, but I love, and this could have changed since I put this together, but they give the 70 days a week when you hit a few other plans, they have a discounted annual. Mm -hmm. I don't know what this one is. Why is there two annuals? They have a discounted annual and I believe there's no trial on that. And so like, you know, what I learned from Jenny at our workshop was like, Hey, have a diversified monetization scheme, like Mm -hmm. give people options. If it's your one monetization scheme is trials, then give them options. So if I hit X out of this initial paywall, I'm then led with this free daily read. And they just say, you know that, and then they have this free gift. So they are trying to do this. And maybe this is the best way to do it where it's not so in your face, but I can just tap this and then get that offer. Also Can go back
1: one page? Yeah, of course. I love that the annual it's only it's only a ten dollar discount. So they feel like they're getting something, but you're not exactly giving much away.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? The, the annual year's
1: best value save 76% is $59.99. But on yeah. the next page, it's fifty dollars.
0: So fifty dollars, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I love that too. That is good. See, they've got so many options and then they got other ones too. And I show you tab, but on second open, every open, they're pretty aggressive. We have a free gift for you. You can X out of that or they do that. And then they got challenges, but their reading was very interesting as well, where you, everything's locked by the way. So I pick a book, I hit their paywall. I hit view other plans. I see other plans too. I hit X and then they hit me with the 70% offer. So they're like trying anything and everything to try to really win them back. Now I said, look, I have no idea how well this app is doing, but I can see from their top in-app purchases. And let's, uh, Apple used to do this. I don't know if this is true anymore, but Apple used to say what people bought. And so I started saying like, look, these are like pretty high up there. And I just love that they're just like diversified in the way they try to monetize. Right. And it is all subscription, but there's just so many different price points that you can buy headway with.
1: I think like, it's a little weird to show a gift and your, your gift as a discount. Honestly, the button on the bottom. And it's a little bit hidden because the page is busy overall. But yeah. I feel like the idea of giving them a discount once they try to see watch a book or look at a book. Right. Then give them a discount. Hey, we noticed you like this book. Let us do you a favor, 50% off and you can get this book. Or even if they can sell them just one book at a couple of dollars and then or the first month is a couple of dollars and then they get a year. Yeah. With books, it's a little interesting because some people just want one book and they're looking for any app that will give them one book. So you really definitely want to get them on the subscription plan without a free trial.
0: Yeah, I like just,
1: it. it's, it's a different business.
0: You know, one thing I want to make sure I, we highlight here is I've seen this with another client was they had a trial on the discounts. I f- believe if you're giving a discount, do not do a trial that's just my opinion we've seen it work with other clients so I just think you're already giving them a discount you're yeah. never going to get a hundred percent of those trial activations into paying customers so just remove the trial one one client I just looked at his app he's like you know UX out initial paywall I think he gives them a discount and it comes with a seven-day trial it's like bro you first yeah, thing bro. first remove that trial
1: <laughs> you know you, you're paying for the trial with full price discount there's no need for you like you're committed you're committed with the with the half price and also the users know they technically have a trial with apple they can technically get refunded Mm -hmm. they all know this i've seen refund rates on multiple apps so to me get them to subscribe get them to pay up front and then also once they start using the product that's when you're like, "Mm, there's no refund for you, you can, you know, argue with Apple back saying like, they have, in fact, used the product. But it is important to not give away everything every time. So I completely agree with you.
0: Yeah, I love it. You know, you kind of talk about like timing and opportunities, almost everything when it comes to this monetization, I feel like monetization is one of the more important things, and less talked about topics.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree for me, like, definitely you have to understand when the user's ready to go, when like they're more likely to open their wallet, but also make it feel like you're not just nickel and diming them. They, they're not just being bombarded with offers. They're not being bombarded with like, buy this, buy that. You want them to feel like they're looking for something and you're helping them find it, or they want something and you're making it happen for them. Like you're doing them a favor With these discounts, you're doing them a favor by helping them find this other content, which happens to be behind the paywall. But it has to be in flow and done in such a way where they feel good about it. And it's not a drop off point. You should be monitoring drop offs after every upsell, after every opportunity. And just make sure you're not losing more users than you should be. Yeah.
0: Well, on the topic of gifting, in a different way than Headway has been talking about, (laughs) Lana, you talked about gifting is a huge opportunity as well. Yeah,
1: you you should be always prompting users, again, to get something good back for themselves. And a lot of that is, same with like, Shutterfly, you're gifting, do you want to gift someone else? Don't forget your dad, if you're sending a mug to grandma. are Do you have friends in this app? Maybe you want to give them a month free, or you want to give them a little gift certificate. Whatever it is your app sells, for instance, yoga, can you give them a month membership? Can you send them a yoga mat? Whatever you could do to make them feel really good about it. And then don't forget reciprocity. How can the friend thank you back so you get that little bit of a hit uh, of dopamine? That's really important. A lot of people tend to be stingy spending Mm -hmm. on themselves, whereas they'll spend on their kids. They'll spend on their siblings. They really want to feel good about their purchase. So I feel like a lot of apps really forget the gifting scenario and what can they gift. And certain apps, yes, I agree. It's a little harder to gift, but certain apps have plenty of opportunity, especially apps that sell actual goods to remind them to, Hey, maybe it's buy one, get one free for mm-hmm. someone to gift. Or maybe you want to give someone usage of an app for like a subscription, or you just send them a month. And that also a lot depends on how developed is your app? Are you able to give them uh, codes for a m- one month that they can send someone else? It's you're always thinking about the revenue, but also how are you expanding your client base? Gifting is a great way to expand your client base.
0: I love it. The and it's 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 pretty easy to give away another year. Like you can do coupon codes within Apple, Mm -hmm. and then have that be a link. So it's easy. It's like if somebody buys it, like thank you. Here's how you can share this Mm -hmm. year with a friend, and it's pretty easy. And I know Scribd or Audible does this really well. After I finish a book, they're like, Hey, do you want to send this free book to? Mm Going to send this book to a friend of yours. The other thing I want to share is again, I love these slides. I got lots of slides here, you guys. I love visuals. Okay. So I looked at Blinkist again, and you can go through their whole profile. But here's what I notice that change. So once I'm into that initial paywall, I mm-hmm. X out, and then they they go, Hey, I forget where they where I hit this. I think I hit this on the, the home page, this little GIF icon. I'm pretty sure I hit this GIF icon. And then they said, look, all Blinkist premium plans come now come with an extra account Mm -hmm. to share with somebody.
1: Buy one, get one
0: free. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, hey, you want 40% off? Sign up through email. Now, I don't know if I should have signed up, and I probably will, but I don't know if this is like trying to get me to check out on the web. Well, no, we'll figure this out. But that, that, that was very interesting. And then their cancel strategy was interesting too, where I was, so I signed up for the trial. This is all, I always sign up for trials, Lana, because I'm always curious what people do. When mm-hmm. I cancel, right, and so I hit cancel, and they're like, "Sorry to hear you go." They want to hear more information, and I can do keep or next. So I hit next, and like going so soon, we'll also remind you. Like, no, I still want to cancel, and so th- th- the reminder, and then I was, it took me, I still want to cancel, it took me straight into the the Apple, which is crazy, and so I hit cancel, and then I hit confirm. But I thought that was very interesting what they did here. This was what it's you're talking weird
1: about. Weird that the cancel was the only pink portion, and it was. The main CTA right there.
0: That's why that, this is red.
1: That wouldn't be my choice.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: My choice would be upgrade and red and cancel. Great.
0: Great. I can <laughs> barely see it. I agree with you. I think they should probably change it. And Blink is I think we should try to test putting this this monthly offer right here instead of view all plans, put or 59 dollars a month. Like just it. Just change that text, see what happens. Let me know if it wins. You owe me something because you guys just sold the company. So you guys reach out to me and you guys owe me dinner at the very least. All right, Lana. Uh, I think I want to save a few other topics for a little bit later, but I think it's time to have a little fun and tell some dad jokes. All right, Lana, I know you're eager. Let me just test this. It's working. Okay. I know you're eager to tell me your joke. So you want to go first? For this one, uh,
1: mine's is not a dad joke, but I thought it was super appropriate to do a product management joke. Okay. <laughs> which took me a while to dig up. For the record, why did the product manager bring GPS to to each development meeting? Why? Because they wanted to navigate the roadmap, but ended up getting lost in the never ending loop of scope creep and feature bloat.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, like I must hit the button too soon. <laughs> All right, I got this one. Lana, I never understood why a set of false teeth is called dentures. They really o- miss an opportunity to call it substitutes. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Wrong buttons. <laughs> there you go. So if you thought my joke was better, put S. If you thought Lana's joke was better, put L. And Lana, we'll play for coffee, drinks. Yeah? We're, yes. we're close by. Okay, next I'll time we get together. Okay? okay, cool. We'll play for drinks, a round of drinks. Loser pays for a round of drinks here. All right, Lana, let's take a look at some people's apps. I've got Holly's app, and she was a previous guest on the podcast. And so if you want us to take a look at your app in a future live stream, just go to appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. Okay, let's take a look at Holly's app. Holly and Michelle, shout out to you. So this is the app and Holly says the onboarding and retention. So let's get straight into it. But anything from the app store presence that you want to highlight, Lana?
1: No, love the icon. It
0: looks really good. And it's a great book. Uh, Michelle wrote the book. It's called Magnet to Money. So really check it out. And I I read the book and it's really great. You know, I'm starting to feel like (laughs) I'm starting to use words like Lana, you know, I feel this way too. You and I getting drinks after the workshop, very transformative meeting Josh in person, very transformative, restorative, you know, using words like this. <laughs> Some people can find it like kooky, but I'm like, I love it. Cause that's how I truly feel. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look at Michelle's app and Holly's app as well. Okay. So allow, sorry, Holly, I'm going to hit don't allow money. Money loves me. Uh, anything here on the onboarding?
1: Uh, I just wonder why so many slides. Is there yeah. data to show how many people drop off on those
0: three? I don't know. That's something that I would pull. Uh, one of our clients, we saw that there was a huge drop off just on that first screen for some reason.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And Holly, you know, shout out to Josh and I think he's okay with me saying this, but Josh said that, you know, having a video on his onboarding, he, he runs the miracle morning app and how wrote that book, the author, he has a video where he kind of welcomes. So I think, for now, Holly, because people are probably fans of Michelle, like maybe have a quick little video with Michelle, welcoming them into the app as like the first, maybe cut the onboarding screens in half, like initial one or two messages and that's enough. Have Michelle talk, have a button with like, you know, get started type of thing with Michelle talking. And then Josh has done that and he's seen really good success with having that video. Even if they don't watch it, they can hit get started and then get to the paywall really quick.
1: Also, some of the graphics in the beginning a few slides seemed a little bit more like like a game, like a game mm-hmm. graphic. That's what I would expect for like a casino game. I feel like this author, you scrolled lower. She looks amazing. I'd maybe even if not a video, put her a picture with like the blurbs that you want to get across. Just so there's a little bit of a connection to a person.
0: Yeah, can we get some more votes, please? Thank you, George, for voting. But can we get some more votes on the jo- jo- joke round? Thank you, guys. Okay, the other thing I would say, Holly is. I don't know if I mentioned this to you because we got to work together a little bit on this app, but like I would put a call to action, Lana. I know it's stupid, but like I like that philosophy. Kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Like I love it. There's no call to action, and I would remove the trial on the monthly. Just remove it. It's not. It doesn't work. And I personally believe in the rule of threes, Lana. One because one is the cheap option. One is the ideal option. Most of the time it's going to be yearly. Sometimes it's weekly. And then the third one is just a complete decoy. So add that third option and make it $29.99. Maybe it's six months and just do it that way. And just add that and remove the trial on this page.
1: I agree with you on the CTA. And also it looks a little weird to me with the star. I would maybe just put on top a longer banner that says best value.
0: But no mm. star.
1: Just, it doesn't look like it fits.
0: Yeah, know change the best value to save blah 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 like we all want to save
1: or mo- i would also say or like most popular people really want to like they have fomo they want to know what everyone they want to have what everyone else has so
0: yeah i like it yeah just have holly just have a button that says start free trial at the very bottom right here you know because people might not know to tap these things it just might not yeah. look like a button yeah I asked for more votes. A lot just this. got me more trouble. <laughs> Meaning they're all voting for you. <laughs> I love this. this I love them cool. trying to get an email address. Hey, become a, you know, they're giving away something for free. I think this is, I'm not clear what I'm getting. So like, instead of like become a money magnet to money, I know it's in here too, but I feel like, you know, it gets lost because I'm just reading this in the very beginning. Maybe get like a receive your free Money become a money magnet to money audio book. Get a free get the free audio book, right? Just call it that. Free audiobook, magnet to money, blah 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 blah. And also, then I'm more the likely
1: graphics change pretty dramatically between the first three slides where it looks more like a casino. Mm-hmm. And this is like a beautiful woman, a little more sexy. That's mm. the theme. I would I would think the woman on here would actually convert considerably better in the first two slides.
0: <laughs>
1: Sex sells? It is what it is. She looked this image looks great. But I, I would just continue a theme, maybe. It it looked a little disconnected.
0: Lana, on your point, right? Like this is why I love doing this, because I'm always learning. All right, let's see what happens. I'm gonna take a screenshot. This the thank you page, you said, hey, upsell opportunity on the thank you page, right? Purchase complete. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, here another upsell, right? I obviously am invested. I gave you an email. That might be an opportunity to upsell and give me a discount on that because obviously I showed some intent.
1: Right. Or, like, hey, do you want to send this to a friend?
0: Mm.
1: Like, half off to send to a friend. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like, all your friends should be rich like you. Don't you want to send this to your sister, mother, brother? Like, it's an opportunity.
0: Yeah. I love it. Okay. And I would not, I don't like the upgrade to premium. I just say unlock all content, right? Like, or become a money magnet, but yeah. So they got some free stuff, the affirmations and stuff. You can't hear it, but it's going, there's a free gift. Oh, I already did it though. So I already did that. All right. Let's take a look at the second open. Not bad. You know, this is where I would probably, I would try to test around with having a promo here on that second open. 50% 50% yeah percent off no trial or you know 29.99 no trial things like that and see if that would work here
1: yeah and I all would right. only need the offer in the year agreed
0: don't do the don't do 25% and give give them options just give them 20, one option let's go all right anything else you want to cover on this app
1: i think the main thing is i would just try to make it look a little bit more cohesive mm-hmm. just because sometimes it's water sometimes it's a little more gamified and i feel like Maybe combine the two or have one or the other, but between screens, except the background, there's not much cohesiveness.
0: All right, Lana, let's take a look at the tally. George, how dare you? Felix, thank you. You're a real one. Romaine, you traitor. And then Slava gave so You win that one. You don't have another one, do you? Because I, ha- you have another. Can I make it up or are we just doing one round? That's it. You have another joke, Lana? Are you frozen? N- no <laughs> you have no more jokes okay
1: not many good ones i not should say
0: all right well i'll Let's give you one okay because i always like having to let me try to find this one okay i'll give you this one okay here we go ready right button right finger all right lana i married my wife for her looks though not the one she's been giving me lately <laughs> There you go. I like that one. <laughs> I have a feeling I'll be buying you a drink. <laughs> My wife did not like that one, but okay. <laughs> hey, Lana, let's talk about push notifications and opportunities there. Have you yeah. been using push notifications just to re-engage? How have you, what are the, some of the, I'll start with a generic answer, softball, like what are the best practices for push notifications? And then I'm going to hit you with some hardball ones too. Okay. So what's the softball? Give me.
1: So. I've spent quite a bit of time on push notifications and testing them and getting more users to opt-in. What I found to be really successful is uh, specific push notifications opt-in instead of forcing the user to opt-in for everything. And it depends if your app has extensive amount of push notifications, like when your friend's online, when there's an offer, different things. Some people get overwhelmed with the push notification amounts. And in those cases, you should have a page where they can opt in to specific notifications or opt out of some notifications. For instance, in most apps, I'm more interested Mm. in the discounts. Like, fine, you can push that to me or like my daily spin or whatever it is that I'm going to get. I want to get those push notifications, but I'm really not interested when Joe, you know, and Harry are online. That's not what I'm looking for. And so you don't want people opting out. And the way to do that is... To, only, to make sure that you, they're only getting op, no, push notifications that they opted in for. So it's like a micro-push notification selection. And that's really helpful in, in terms of what you're getting. Also, dear God, please rate limit your push notifications. I feel right. like certain apps will push three or four in a day. Certain apps will do like one a day. But there really should be a rhyme and reason. And like, are you, what is your opt-out? after these push notifications. You should be smart about it. Maybe even test them on certain amount of people and see what the click-through is. My motto in general is AB test everything, and that should include push notifications.
0: Yeah, I love it. I think one of the opportunities that we've seen, so shout out to you, Masood, who's in our app masters elite community. He shared this, I got his permission to share it. I was like, hey, you wanna do a video about this? So he said, look, I started sending push notifications to people who canceled their trial. So, come back. And this was his push notification. Come back and save. Open the app, save 50% off. Sends that push. Here's his pop up. Again, this is pretty easy to create. Mm-hmm. I mean, Apple will do it for you, or you can create your own custom page. And he's starting to see revenues come out of that. Like, this is an opportunity to win back and use push to win back your customers. So, I'm assuming it's not that hard. And I've heard from purchase League guys, it's not that hard to figure out when somebody's canceled. Apple will tell you it's an event. And so, now you have that data. You can send it into Firebase. You can send it to whatever CRM you have and then send them a push and try to win them back because what's the harm? They don't open it. That's fine. But I, there it is. I, I love this example.
1: I agree. I think it looks awesome. And yeah. you, like I said, you have nothing to lose. Nothing.
0: Mm-mm. 50% off. They already hit canceled. They showed some intent. They started activation. You know, they started a trial. Now you're trying to win them back.
1: I completely agree. I uh,
0: love it. Okay. Lana, let's get into our next app audit let me pull it up dominique dominique <laughs> can i throw a curveball at you lana what is the best like flirt or male approach that you've gotten because that's what this app does is how to flirt dominique's got an app on how to teaches you how to flirt so what's been the best pickup line you've heard
1: it's been a while i've been married for 18 years <laughs> But I am really happy there's an app on this. I have to say, like, (laughs) genius. I I have a pair, and my pair is lovely, young. I've heard some of the pickup jokes used on her, and I'm just like, shocked, shocked. Everyone should subscribe to this app. Like, run now. Run (laughs) now.
0: (laughs) I love it. Well, I'll I'll give you some ASO stuff. I don't know if How to Flirt is a lot of keyword volume, but let's take a quick peek at my favorite tool to use when it comes to ASO and just keyword research is Follow. Not paying me for this. I just really like their tool. And so uh, I keep plugging them. But let's put Flirt and let's just see what kind of traffic it has. Because I don't mind the name, Flirt Guru.
1: What about Pickup Line Guru?
0: Mm, So let's see. There's any traffic whatsoever on that keyword. Cause I feel like flirt just means not bad. 36. You know, I did a video guys, check it out. It is about what keyword volume we should go after that. And we have two keywords ranking around that 30. They, we are number one for those two keywords, but it's about a hundred downloads a day. And then one app is making six figures. One app is making anywhere from four to $5,000 being number one, all organically. So flirt, not too bad. Let's look up pickup lines to see if pickup lines shows up here. Was that was it? Pickup artist, so is it P-U-A? So pick up lines. Pickup lines, yeah. Let's see if there's any volumes on this. Best pickup lines. C. Bad seventeen, not bad. So you want to go have flirt, flirt, flirt. Put a space on there, and then maybe look best pickup lines. There you go. That's how you change your title a little bit. And if you got other apps, are you all mental? If it's just all one app, then just change your. Name to like flirt guru best pickup lines. We do know that from an ASO perspective, this does help. It might not move the needle completely, but you know, any little small win would do. And then I've been talking about this, but I'll highlight it one more time for all you newbies out there. And obviously, I know a little bit about YouTube optimization. Let's see if he's already doing it. bye by calm. You want to have the keywords in here. So call this flirt guru best pickup lines again you want to put your tags video tags in here and those video tags should i don't know i mean maybe you want to go after some of your competitors flirt flirt and chat flirt with me so these keywords and then maybe some dating apps popular dating apps you want to put that in the tags of your youtube because what that will do is when we've seen like Small results, but try to hack this similar apps. And this is the Google Play Explorer downloads. And that's what helps with that. So if you're already having a video, great. Might as well optimize that video to potentially help it with the ASO side of things. All right. Lana, anything you want to add to this besides I guess loving the it?
1: Here would be so it's not a subscription because it's only for let's
0: 20 take a look. Days. Yeah, well, let's take a look. Well, because I have no idea what it is. Sorry, Michelle. I'm going to move you out of the way. Come over to this screen. I'll take a look at this flirt. Krishnar. Krishnar, you you want to pay me? He's like, live video, maximum resolution is 4, 720. Please upgrade if it's possible because small letters of screenshot are not visible sometimes. <laughs> I should start a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Krishnar, just do cheap. All right? I'm like, all right. We've, we've done... Per- Yo, what's happening with this app? It's not loading. Dominic. All right. So this is what I would normally do if your app did this to me. Still not loading. I am connected to the internet because I was able to download the app earlier. All right, Felix says, something that would be neat if not already implemented or considered is to add AI such as ChatGPT, to help generate additional ways to flirt effortlessly. Dominique, what's wrong with your app, bro? Mm -mm -mm. The powerful, I'm just reading through the description to see if there's any AI stuff. Try these NLP base. Oh, Lana, I read these NLP books back in the day. Neurolinguistic linguistic programming.
1: It's a while back.
0: It's a while back. It's been a while.
1: I think my one comment here would be, I would A-B test different icons. Yeah. Because, again, sex sells. You're mm. selling sex here, but this mm-hmm. icon looks like you're selling me not sex. Yeah. I'm not quite oh. sure what this icon's selling. And yeah. I've ran A-B test on app icons before,
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: difference can be really considerable.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree agree with you. I think it's a great point. I would do that. I kind of like this one out of all of them, and especially on Google Play, when when you search for something like flirt, it just it is the um, the icon and the so there's no screenshots, right? So yeah. the icon is really one of the more visible things. And what I what we've also learned is if you use that word like flirt in your icon, it actually helps with the the download conversions as well. So. You wanna do that. You wanna put that name maybe big right here. Kind of like this says dating, you wanna put that as flirt. Okay. Try it's still not loading for me.
1: Sometimes you you don't want to be too busy because you want your app once someone downloads to easy to find on your phone. Mm-hmm. But sometimes having images there really helps, not just like an
0: icon. Yeah. Let's look up a couple of games and see what we get. Nothing too spicy. Maybe here. Some spicy. This is definitely spicy. Yeah, like we feel right here. Yeah. <laughs> look at this but up.
1: definitely these icons, you know what you're getting here.
0: Right, yeah. I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a peach for those listening. <laughs> just the audio version. Okay, unfortunately, Dominique, your app is still not loading for me. I don't know what's wrong. So maybe just fill out the form again if you want me to look at it in a future episode. Lana, let me look through my notes. I don't know if there's anything we missed, anything that we missed that you want to make sure we covered.
1: Uh, I think the main thing is it's super important for people to A-B test everything because, and you want to monitor user drop-off, user lifetime value, just make sure you test and monitor. That's super important and make sure your A-B tests go to statistical significance. Don't just like run it for a day, see some good results and turn it on for everyone. That's really important.
0: I love it. Well, it is, if you want to reach out to Lana and work with her, just go to her LinkedIn. It is linked up into your favorite podcast app and the YouTube description as well, or just search for Lana Duby. I'm just kidding. Lana Dubinsky on LinkedIn, and you will find it there too. Lana told me the joke before, and that's how I'm trying to incorporate <laughs> it. And uh, nothing else. Lana, you want to send the audience anywhere else if you want them to connect with you? No, this is perfect. Thank you yeah. so much. No, thank you for coming on. I want to give a shout out to my partners in crime where we did the 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 workshop and we're going to do more. So go check out AirBridge. There's this marketing mix modeling in action. So really it is just about a holistic view of UA, Apple search ads, Facebook, TikTok, all that, and organic and how it all relates rather than just really keying in on that one. It's a great white paper. Go check it out. It is linked up into the show notes or go just go to Airbridge in the future of marketing marketing mix modeling's here go to that and then go check out Purchasely if you want to start a live AB testing these paywalls these upsell options like Lana has talked about they make it really super easy they got great templates so purchasely.com and next week we are going to have Roy from Airbridge to really break down holistic at marketing what are the channels we should be focused on how do we really approach UA and paid acquisition, and how does that all tie in to everything else from organic to everything from conversions to all that stuff? How do we track it, especially with all the privacy stuff? So he's gonna break it all down next week and every Friday at nine AM Pacific. And go reach out to Lana; she's been great. Thank you, Lana, for coming on. Thank I you. learned a lot. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys for the attention. I appreciate you. I hope to meet you guys in person. We were just at I was just at MAU. I think it was last week. No, yeah, it was last week. Oh my God. All right. I was just at MAU and I got to meet a lot of great people in person live. So hopefully I'll see you in in person live as well. Lana, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. I don't even know. I'm babbling now. I should end this. Lana's like, end this already. Let's end this. All right. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next Friday. Bye. Next, Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.